Welcome, welcome to another podcast with the seven in 11, seven representing the seven chosen vessels that we're going to have for this year's conference and 11 commensurating the 11 years of ministry. He is here. Outreach ministry has been in existence. Well, I'm so excited. We have another chosen vessel who's going to be sharing with us Tuesday and I will let him introduce himself to you in his own way. Good evening, sir. Good evening. Good evening. It's so good to be here with you, Connie. I, I appreciate uh, you reaching out and, and the love that you you show you share with myself and my family. So thank you. Well, my name is Elder Elder Rod Smith, and um, I am a native New Orleanian. <laughs> Even though we reside in Houston, New Orleans will always be a big part of our lives. And, and so um, growing up there, I uh, came to know Connie B. You know, it's, you know, I, I don't want to go too far into our history. Don't go too far, Nike. <laughs> Stay centered. <laughs> but I'm just going to say it's been a blessing since high school. We've been connected since high school. Uh, you know, it's kind of funny that uh, I thought about it the other day. I was a campaign manager. <laughs> I thought about that. That was so funny. <laughs> you, you owe me some pedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> but Miss 35. But listen, uh, so glad to be here. Um, we reside, I, I reside, my family and I reside here in Houston. I'm married with three children. Been in ministry, was licensed in 1989 and ordained in 1993. And uh, by the grace of God, we're here um, and, and, and we are who we are. And so I'm just eternally grateful for God and his eternal love, and unending love for, for myself and for my family. Um, so thank you so much once again for, for having us and uh, we love you guys here. And we love you too, but you're not solo, you're not by yourself. So there's this other beautiful friend of ours. Would you introduce yourself, Mrs. Smith, to the podcast of PST Outreach Ministry? Yes, ma'am. Again, I echo my husband in thanking you for uh, inviting us to be a part um, and for just the golly connection. Yes. It's amazing how. Um, God is the only one that really knows how to do full circle. Yes. I was listening to my husband speak. I can so clearly remember because you and I yes. connected at the University. Yes. I will never forget the day I passed you on the yard and told you that Roderick and I were getting married. You were so excited. Your exact words were, sign me up for that Christian Jubilee. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, okay, I will give you an invitation. God, that was like in 86. <laughs> uh, so here we are, you know, grown, have families in ministry. And God is just good like that. But um, I'm, I'm humbled, I'm grateful. My husband and I literally just days ago celebrated 34 years of uh, marriage. Woo, and, woo, 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 woo. <laughs> and it is truly by the grace of God. Um, God placed Roderick uh, in my life and we crossed each other's 
uh, each other's paths. Gosh, at like 17, 18 years old, um, yes. you know, we're high school sweethearts. And again, just like God, we connected through ministry, actually. It was community choir, but, you know, God allowed us to know early on that he had a call on our lives. And from that point to this point, um, he's blessed us, he's kept us. And yes, it's been 34 years, we've been together for 37 years, and Yes, it's been by the grace of God, but trust me, it's been a lot of investment in ourselves and each other and fight and, and stick to it to make sure that we arrive here and get 34 plus more years. Amen. Like the word says, how can two walk together unless they be agreed? So there has to be, like you said, stick to itness or oneness, because most of the time these days, people can't even stay married for 34 days let alone 34 years. So you're being the woman. And I'm going to come back to you, Elder Roger. What, what are some secrets that somebody's listening that can, like Proverbs speak about how a woman can build her house? How do you build your house, woman of God, to, for, to stay married that long and to be uh, a mother uh, with sons and still do ministry? Absolutely. Well, that's a loaded question. <laughs> the question has a lot of layers to it, but I'll give you the short version. Okay. Um, for uh, the starters, my family, uh, I, I realized the gift that God gave me in a husband and in a family. And I made the decision many years ago that I would never um, dishonor God or disrespect what God has given me in the form of my husband mm -hmm. or in the form of my family. So that being said, um, I don't want to say I knew my place. I, I knew the role that God had given me or charged me with mm -hmm. as a wife and as a mother. And that was and still is to this day my first ministry amen um, i've often shared with women and i knew a call that i had on my life but i know that god uh, placed my husband in my life and he was our covering yes. my husband was our covering and so it my my main priority was daily getting up right? a literal routine getting mm -hmm. up preparing, spending time with God before my family uh, woke up because when they were up, it was all about them in yeah. terms of making sure they were together, making sure they had meals to eat, making sure my house was clean, making sure I did what it took to make my family a, co uh, a cohesive unit. And because of that, um, everything else outside of God and them was secondary. So I never pursued you know, the, the ministry that I knew God had on me. I was walking in that, but I um, esteemed our first ministry as first. And so I truly believe that is what um, has kept us, What uh, that's what kept me. Um, I never for once got jealous <laughs> as yeah. I saw God elevating my husband because we um, discussed early on that we were one. Um, my husband told me probably within the first five years of my mar our marriage that, um, you know, I was called to do this just as much as him. And it took a special woman that God blessed him yes. with yes. to walk alongside him and to do ministry and to be secure enough. That's it. Um, what I knew God had called me to do, but to support him. 
and to undergird him and to make sure that our boys were um, solid, they had a solid foundation and that all was well with them. Amen. Amen. Excellent answer. And I know um, the listeners are gleaning some good wisdom advice that they can apply to their life. And then you have not one, not two, three boys. You know, yep. wow. <laughs> That's a whole other talk show. I know. <laughs> but before I transition to talk to Elder Rogers, we definitely going to get you on the line to minister with us. And I asked you that previously, Lisa. So we love you. And I'm going to shift and go to Elder Roderick. Elder yeah. Roderick, what do you think is the most challenging part about being a man, a male, a black male? You can take any one of those. A man and a black male. Well, you know, for me, Personally, I, I, from my perspective, I had to answer that um, not just <clears throat> as a man, but as a Christian. Um, mm -hmm. Being that we are disciples of the Lord, um, first and foremost, we have to align ourselves um, with God's principles and with God's, with God's truths. And so, as a as a Christian male. Um, I believe one of the challenges we have uh, is, is being able to stay honest and be mm -hmm. able to, um, as a male, make good and godly decisions. Uh, good and godly decisions. And let me add this as well, staying humble. Oh, men, yes. Men have this thing about um, about wanting to be able to handle it all. Yes. And, and, and God has never ordained or set in order that men handle everything. Right. Now, there's some things, don't get me wrong, there's a sense of responsibility that we have, but there are things that I believe that are solely um, God's responsibility. And if we're not careful, our ego, our mm -hmm. ego keep in and you know, we've come up with this thing now. Well not now, but it's been it's been out for a while that I'm a self-made man. Right. Hold on, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. uh, the, there's some glory that you are robbing God of now. Wow. Now ego has crept in. And uh you know I learned this little acronym a while back in regards to ego. Mm -hmm. Ego can really mean that we ego we ease God out. Mm -hmm. Men have, if you're not careful, we can we can have this habit of letting our ego take charge and we ease God out. And once we do that, we no longer need God. Um, and so that's one of the challenges that I think uh, men have generally, but even born again believers, even uh, Christian males can get, if they're not careful, if they don't guard their hearts. Yes. If they don't guard our hearts, we could let our ego take over and we ease God out of our situations, you know? And so uh, I like to answer that question you know, as a black man, one of the challenges is, again, I, I think it's 
knowing who you are. Um, a lot of a lot of men, a lot of men, if you would, if because of their emotions or out of whack or are not under control, um, we tend we can respond, we can respond and not react, and uh -huh. we're not we're we're, we're not self-controlled uh, or we're controlled by by things that are on the outside and so secure being secure in who you are um, only answering by your name and not uh, not getting um, upset so quickly are, are things that I think um, there's a challenge in our black men and, and, and a lot of times it's because, you know, Connie, men have have this thing. Men have this thing that in order for us to excel, we have to see, we've got to see a model of that. We, we've got to see an example of that in other places. You right. Know? Um, I, I'll use this example from, um, for a minute. And the question comes, why is, you know, why is, why is the Super Bowl oftentimes full and sold out? Why are the tickets sold out to the Super Bowl and a huge percentage of that crowd are men? Mm -hmm. Not now saved, unsaved, but they're men. Right. It's because men have this thing where they want to, they want to see excellence they want to go after excellence, um, and they want to be excellent. And so, again, we have to we have to be careful uh, to only to only answer uh, answer to excellence and control ourselves, if you would, if that makes any sense to you. And so, um, I think those are those are just kind of tips of the iceberg okay. uh, in regards to the challenges that men face. Mm, you answered that very well. And something to think on and ponder upon as well. And one more thing before we go into the conference, if you could, what is one biblical character that you closely align yourself with or you would like to model or have modeled? Um, you know, I, you know, I, I gotta make that too. <laughs> obviously leave out the Lord Jesus Christ. He's the lover of my soul. Amen. He's the one, you know, we know the story that he's he saved, healed, delivered, kept us, preserved us, yeah. uh, set an example for us. And so um, I want to always have him at the forefront of my heart and of my mind. Beautiful. Um, and his word that that, that's good and profitable for for us uh, and for me. I always want to keep that before me. Um, but there's a there's another character um, that you may not have heard of. Some have, some have not. Um, but there's a principle that has stuck with me for years, and it comes from this guy named Shamgar. Uh huh. Yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> That, you know, the Shamgar principle is basically, you know, starting where you are, mm -hmm. 
you and using what you have. A lot of times we want to, you know, especially when you're young, you want to come out of college making six figures. You want to, yeah. you, know, you want to, you want to always hit that goal high, but you don't make the six figure salary right out of out of out of college. Most people don't. It depends on your school, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you don't, you know, typically you're not going to make that six figure salary uh, for most of us. And so, what's my point? Um, I have patterned a lot of what I do behind the Shamgar principle in that um, I started where I am, I used what I had, mm-hmm. and I was able to bring, get the increase. It's just been like that for years and years and years, you know? Um, and, and you know, Connie, um, I have my own business. Here's an example. I have my own business now. Um, name the business in case someone want to look you up. Yes, ma'am. The name of the business is Perfect Pedophores. Um, Perfect Pedophores. Uh, we're based here in Houston. We have we have um, we have traveled. We've done long distance uh, deliveries for those that are in the Crescent City that just want to try out Perfect Pedophores. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> I ain't never had one. Not even smelt one. That's a, that's a shameless plug right there, guys. <laughs> but I, I share that because, you know, I always go back to this with Perfect Pedophores. I started Perfect Pedophores, quite obviously with Pedophores, but I go back even behind the scenes. My, my mother-in-law had given my son a cake decorating set. Oh, my God. When he was a kid. He was a young kid because uh, one of my sons is a chef and he's just a natural in the kitchen. And so to make a long story short, that that cake decorating kit sat in our pantry for like four years. Wow. Nobody touched it. Nobody touched that. Looked at it and left it alone. And I Were you insulted it. by it at first? Was I what kind insulted of? Insulted by it at first? Oh, yeah. no. No, no, no. Not at all. Not at okay. all. I have, I have been baking since I was a kid. So okay. when it did it privately. But <laughs> long short, I looked at it um, several times and nobody, he never touched it. I never touched it. It just kind of sat there. And so, um, you know, the fast forward, the, the recession hit uh, 2009 and I started with that kit. And that was what I had. I didn't have a whole lot of equipment. I didn't have a whole lot of fancy um, um, conventional stuff or, or high-tech equipment. And I just started making pedophiles. And, you know, that's what I had. That's yeah. what it was. And I used what I had. And, and it's been since 2009 I moved from pedophiles all the way up to wedding cake now. Wow. And so that principle, and, and that may be for somebody today. That, That's right. You know, that just wants to achieve, that has a high goal. What do you have? What do you have in your hand? And God wants you to use what you have, what you have accessibility to. And nowadays we have accessibility to so much knowledge and so, so, so many tools that can help us. YouTube and the World Wide Web, which we didn't have when people were showing 
people are teaching classes free now. Right, uh, yes. So you can learn, you can learn what, no, there's no excuse for anybody. There's no reason that my sons can't learn how to change oil now, even if I'm not available. I mean, you can jump on, you can jump on YouTube and figure that out uh, in an instant, you know? And so my point is, you know, start where you are, use what you got, and God will give the increase. And so um, that's one of the characters, Connie, to answer your question that I, I draw closely from, yes. And what if they said, well, Shamgo, I never heard of Shamgo. Where can I find that in Revelation? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody might know. <laughs> you know, Connie, uh, I believe Shamgo, Shamgo is in the book of Isaiah. Let me com confirm that real quick. <laughs> confirm it real quick um, for you. But yes, ma'am, that is, that is somebody that I, I started with. And, and I have story after story i have story after story um in regards to how i've used that one little principle and i have um, just been able to i'm sorry in the book of judges judges that's what i uh, uh, yes i have been able to accomplish so much very personally in my life amen and we're slightly transitioning to this, our final thing. And this has been some good, rich food. But like For for My Good, that's the name of our 11th year con conference, For My Good, even with the Shamgar principle. Now, I don't know if you're going to have that in your message, but, you know, oftentimes my pastor, Bishop Daryl S. Brister, he said a lot of times we discover our calling or we just fall into it. You don't, you know, it doesn't naturally happen. So, even what you just shared with us and what your beautiful wife shared with us for my good what are your expectations or what are you anticipating for these seven days of fire yes ma'am yes ma'am you know one of the scriptures um i've been meditating on mm -hmm. this all scripture is in, is given by inspiration yes sir and it's profitable mm -hmm. for doctrine, for reproof, yeah. for correction, for, for uh, instruction in righteousness. Yeah. And so I'm just believing that whatever God speaks, he's going to cause us to move um, and elevate. You know, we got a word maybe two weeks ago. It was This was our day of elevation. I believe God's going to cause whoever is whoever is able to attend yes. to be to move because the word is going to elevate our thinking the word elevates our perspective the word elevates us even in the natural and so i'm just believing for uh, everyone in this whole conference to be able to to prosper and to profit from the preaching of the word the, the entire your entire ministry to profit, Thank you. to profit, yes, uh, and, and, and to be blessed. And so that's where I am, kind of. That's where I'm expected each, each, each night. Each person would be used by God to to bring a um, a divine word and an on time word to the hearers, and that the hearers would not only just hear the word, mm -hmm. but 
but apply yes take the word in their hearts and that's how we that's how we get the fruit that god wants in our lives uh and so i, I bless you and i appreciate you once but let, let me insert this oh don't go off yet because yes, listeners if you're listening one thing i kind of liken uh, elder roderick smith to a professor i mean there's golden nuggets he's going to take his time so if you're listening to this podcast or whoever introduced him get your notebook get your bibles and have things handy it may not apply to you right then and there but if you go mm -hmm. back the holy spirit will bring it back to your remembrance so just pearls you know that you can glean from and the last thing i'll ask you before because what if somebody said well you know i ain't all church and all that you know i'm glad to see a L on the, the conference but, but i ain't all churches so is it okay if i listen if i have my if i'm tattered up or if i ain't living right you know i'm gonna get myself together what is your brief answer to that uh, <laughs> You know, whosoever will, I yes. believe, let them come. The invitation is open uh, to everyone, each and every one. I, and I, I'm calling, and I'm I'm a, I'm making a special appeal to yeah. those yes. that are tatted up, to those that there you go Woo! last night, to those that party. Um, you know, we have no we have no judgment. This is this is a no judgment who are we who that's are it we? who are saved we by grace saved by grace yes ma'am yes ma'am and so um we were all at that point where we just we just needed god you know regardless of what and you know when when, when you catch a fish when, when, when you catch fish it's important that you 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 catch them and then let God clean the fish. Mm, good word. Fishes of men, but we catch the fish and we let God clean the fish too many times because we've been church. We try yes. to eat the fish and then catch them. Out, out. No, just 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 be a fisher. Just be a fisher of men. And God, God knows how to gracefully clean the fish. Amen. 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 Well, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for this divine connection. Lord, I ask you to bless the Smith household. Father God, I thank you to use it mightily. Whatever they put their hands to will prosper. Lord, I thank you for a humble spirit, which is one of the fruit of the spirit, Father God. Bless this household. And Father God, we thank you for the word, not just for him, but for all the speakers that are going forth for the 7 and 11. In Jesus' yes. name, we thank you. Amen. 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 Thank you. That's it.